Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast, delivering God's word to you every day, walking with fellow Christians through the entire Bible in one year. Each book of the Bible is read by a different member of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Edmond, Oklahoma, bringing new voices to a timeless story. Let's hear God's word for today. Leviticus chapter 1. Then the Lord summoned Moses and spoke to him from the tent of meeting. Speak to the Israelites and tell them, When any of you brings an offering to the Lord from the livestock, you may bring your offering from the herd or the flock. If his offering is a burnt offering from the herd, he is to bring an unblemished male. He will bring it to the entrance to the tent of meeting so that he may be accepted by the Lord. He is to lay his hand on the head of the burnt offering so it can be accepted on his behalf to make atonement for him. He is to slaughter the bull before the Lord. Aaron's sons, the priest, are to present the blood and splatter it on all sides of the altar that is at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Then he is to skin the burnt offering and cut it into pieces. The sons of Aaron the priest will prepare a fire on the altar and arrange wood on the fire. Aaron's sons the priest are to arrange the pieces, the head, and the fat on top of the burning wood on the altar. The offerer is to wash its entrails and legs with water. Then the priest will burn all of it on the altar as a burnt offering, a food offering, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. But if his offering for a burnt offering is from the flock, from sheep or goats, he is to present an unblemished male. He will slaughter it on the north side of the altar before the Lord. Aaron's sons the priest will splatter its blood against the altar on all sides. He will cut the animal into pieces with its head and its fat. And the priest will arrange them on top of the burning wood on the altar. But he is to wash the entrails and legs with water. The priest will then present all of it and burn it on the altar. It is a burnt offering, a food offering, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. If his offering to the Lord is a burnt offering of birds, he is to present his offering from the turtle doves or young pigeons. Then the priest is to bring it to the altar and will twist off its head and burn it on the altar. Its blood should be drained at the side of the altar. He will remove the digestive tract, cutting off the tail feathers, and throw it on the east side of the altar at the place for ashes. He will tear it open by its wings without dividing the bird. Then the priest is to burn it on the altar on top of the burning wood. It is a burnt offering, a food offering, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. Leviticus chapter 2 When anyone presents a grain offering as an offering to the Lord, it is to consist of fine flour. He is to pour olive oil on it, put frankincense on it, and bring it to Aaron's sons, the priest. The priest will take a handful of fine flour and oil from it, along with all of its frankincense, and will burn this memorial portion of it on the altar. A food offering, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. But the rest of the grain offering will belong to Aaron and his sons. It is the holiest part of the food offerings to the Lord. When you present a grain offering baked in an oven, it is to be made of fine flour, either unleavened cakes mixed with oil or unleavened wafers coated with oil. If your offering is a grain offering prepared on a griddle, it is to be unleavened bread made of fine flour mixed with oil. Break it into pieces and pour oil on it. It is a grain offering. If your offering is a grain offering prepared in a pan, it is to be made of fine flour with oil. When you bring to the Lord the grain offering made in any of these ways, it is to be presented to the priest, and he will take it to the altar. 
the priest will remove the memorial portion from the grain offering and burn it on the altar, a food offering, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. But the rest of the grain offering will belong to Aaron and his sons. It is the holiest part of the food offerings to the Lord. No grain offering that you present to the Lord is to be made with yeast, for you are not to burn any yeast or honey as a food offering to the Lord. You may present them to the Lord as an offering of first fruits, but they are not to be offered on the altar as a pleasing aroma. You are to season each of your grain offerings with salt. You must not omit from your grain offerings the salt of the covenant with your God. You are to present salt with each of your offerings. If you present a grain offering of first fruits to the Lord, you are to present fresh heads of grain, crushed kernels roasted on the fire, for your grain offering of first fruits. You are to put oil and frankincense on it. It is a grain offering. The priest will then burn some of its crushed kernels and oil with all its frankincense as a food offering to the Lord. Acts chapter 19, verses 21 through 41. After these events, Paul resolved by the Spirit to pass through Macedonia and Achaia and go to Jerusalem. After I've been there, he said, it is necessary for me to see Rome as well. After sending to Macedonia two of those who assisted him, Timothy and Erastus, he himself stayed in Asia for a while. About that time, there was a major disturbance about the way, for a person named Demetrius, a silversmith who made silver shrines of Artemis, provided a great deal of business for the craftsmen. When he had assembled them, as well as the workers engaged in this type of business, he said, Men, you know that our prosperity is derived from this business. You see and hear that not only in Ephesus, but in almost all of Asia, This man, Paul, has persuaded and misled a considerable number of people by saying that gods made by hand are not gods. Not only do we run a risk that our business may be discredited, but also that the temple of the great goddess Artemis may be despised and her magnificence come to the verge of ruin, the very one all of Asia and the world worship. When they heard this, they were filled with rage and began to cry out, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians! So the city was filled with confusion, and they rushed all together into the amphitheater, dragging along Gaius and Aristarchus, Macedonians who were Paul's traveling companions. Although Paul wanted to go in before the people, the disciples did not let him. Even some of the provincial officials of Asia, who were his friends, sent word to him pleading with him not to venture into the amphitheater. Some were shouting one thing and some another because the assembly was in confusion and most of them did not know why they had come together. Some Jews in the crowd gave instructions to Alexander after they pushed him to the front. Motioning with his hand, Alexander wanted to make his defense to the people. But when they recognized that he was a Jew, they all shouted in unison for about two hours, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians! When the city clerk had calmed the crowd down, he said, People of Ephesus, what person is there who doesn't know that the city of the Ephesians is the temple guardian of the great Artemis and of the image that fell from heaven? Therefore, since these things are undeniable, you must keep calm and not do anything rash. 
For you have brought these men here who are not temple robbers or blasphemers of our goddess. So if Demetrius and the craftsmen who are with him have a case against anyone, the courts are in session, and there are proconsuls. Let them bring charges against one another. But if you seek anything further, it must be decided in a legal assembly. In fact, we run a risk of being charged with rioting for what happened today, since there is no justification that we can give as a reason for this disturbance. After saying this, he dismissed the assembly. This has been the Bible 365 Podcast, a production of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Edmond, Oklahoma, in collaboration with Cinematic Waves TV and Film Post-Production Studios. The Christian Standard Bible is copyright 2017 by Holman Bible Publishers, used by permission. Having heard the word for today, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired Scripture now inspire faith in you to live each day as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Love God, love one another, and love your neighbor.